You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth chat, discussion, analysis of every single Premier League match week and Champions League as well. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl, and this is what we've got coming up on today's episode. Manchester United shocking defeat in Aston Ball. Chelsea going top of Group E after their win against Wren. Man City and Liverpool both cruising to comfortable victories to remain perfect and a preview of Sunday's big match between City and the Reds. That's what we've got coming up in today's show. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. For the world's greatest athletes. This is the showdown we've been waiting for. There is nothing like competing on the world's biggest stage. It's a world record again! Go for the United States! Unbelievable! And when that stage is Paris, anything can happen. I have never seen anything like this! How about that? An Olympics unlike any other. What a performance! The Paris Olympics. This summer on NBC and streaming on Peacock. Okay, Robbie Earl. Um, mm. Let's start in Istanbul, a very yes, young, a very young football club. Um, yeah. big underdogs for this particular Champions League mm. group and this mm. match at home against Manchester United. Mm. Now they come out on top two one. We know that Man United this season, particularly the last few weeks, has been a roller coaster ride of some impressive yeah. performances, particularly in the Champions League. I have to say, with two great wins before this. Yeah, and then letdowns in the in the Premier League. This was another a letdown, Rob. And um, mm. you know, th- there's a lot of talk about this online. Of what we yeah. saw. Um, give us your give us your kind of your main thoughts of, of this match and and what the fallout from it's going to going to mean. Well, the Manchester United were playing who are debutants in the, in the Champions League, yet to score in the Champions League. I, I just did a little bit of work as do you know well. Um, Saksha here, I think the name's in, in Turkish football. Seventh in the table. Won three, lost three, drawn one. So a bit above average Turkish side off. With, and I have to say it with, with all the due respect, with people now, some ex-Premier League players who wouldn't get in the Premier League anymore, Martin yeah. Skull, Dan yeah. Bar, um, Raphael. And 
The great Manchester United, a team that some would, you know, should be thinking about winning competitions like this, were amateur in, in their performance. <laughs> amateur is what I'm saying. And I, and I, really, I use that form because I was speaking to my daughter earlier today. She was telling me how in, uh, the UK is going, going in lockdown for a month. Professional sports still continuing, so we know the leagues and everything. Amateur football, so where a boyfriend plays, is shut down. No amateur football for a month. Well, we got amateur football in the Champions League for Manchester United today, mate. I mean, the, the, the two yeah. goals conceded, Rob, yeah. are inexcusable at, Premier, yeah. at, at professional level. Never, league, never mind Premier League. If, if you see the space that Denver Bar has from a Manchester United corner, I mean, it's a sackable offence, by the way. It's a, sack, it's a sackable offence, Robbie Musto, at this level of football. Yeah. If, you, if that was your U10s, if that was your kids playing U10 football and they let their main centre forward have a free run from his own half without being picked up, no one in front, no one behind picking up, yeah. you, you'd be going crazy, man. I mean, listen, it's just not just me and you saying this, and, and I've got the same headline on my notes straight away. Mm. Like, what, what level is this? I mean, th- this is something we used to see in our kids play. My two boys yeah. played at U10, yeah. U12 uh, level where the ball gets smashed up front and yeah. there's, there's nobody around him. I mean, it, it is remarkable. Um, you know, in terms of how that happens, I really don't know, Robbie Earl. We were pros for nearly 20 years. Yeah. and. Yeah. If there's one thing that we had drilled it, well, not even drilled into us, it was just a yeah. given that set pieces, it was a short corner for United. You know, whatever they leave up, you have an extra guy. So one, yeah. one behind, yeah. one in front. Yeah. One behind. If they leave, if they one leave two, there's two behind, one in front. One in front. And, and so you, yeah. The habit, the rhythm, Rob, is, and, and listen, whether people have played professional football or amateur football or what. As you're taking your corner to, to score, you always, the two things are, how we're going to score, what we're leaving at the back. So as you're doing it, you go, oi, oi, there's no, go on, you stay back or whatever. Totally. There, was none, there was none of that. You saw uh, Twan Zabi and, and Maguire flying forward. You've got the short corner with them guys up. You've got Matic, who's in front, who starts to go towards the penalty spot. Yeah. Give Denver ball even, I mean, so... Yeah. Again, Rob, and, and I have to come with the crooks on this one because the, the two goals were, were, were shocking, okay, given. The, the performance was an awful lot better. The, the, and, and I just want to go put – I was trying to look at United and say, what is it, pal? Just in the play, you know, Bruno Fernandes, I'm trying to say, how can he go from the player he was to they can't get him on the ball, they can't get him influencing games – and I just started to watch Manchester United. I thought, do you know one of the things that is, is at, at odds with this team? What makes him a little bit awkward? And the guy on the ball is almost not in coordination with the people ahead of him. So it doesn't connect. He's like a disconnect drop. It's, it's really funny. When I watch him, I was trying to think, why is it that they're, they're so difficult to watch? It's like the guy, Luke Shaw gets it. And in, and in certain teams, you know, these two or three places that ball's going to go and that's going to trigger two or more, you know, and it's a knock-on effect. But Manchester United, that doesn't happen. And I, start, and, I, and, and I have to go back to the question, why doesn't that happen? Why does Denver Ball, is Denver Ball, now, is it a bit like Roy Keane said, are we jumping at the players? Or, or do we have to eventually look at, at, at the management? If, if that's Jose Mourinho, Rob, just quickly on the side of the pitch, Every time his team get an attacking free kick, the first thing I've ever seen him do, and I remember seeing him do it at Chelsea back in the day, he organises at the back. He doesn't care about the free kick. That will take care of itself. We train that. He makes sure the back door's shut. 
Hmm. Yeah, and, and so there's two different points you've raised there, Rob. And and the yeah. second one, we've talked about it. it it's, yeah. It is inexcusable. Nemanja Matic, I don't understand for an experienced champion player mm. that that must sense the guy yeah. kind of drifting forward mm. and was okay with that in a mm. situation where the possession wasn't 100% secure. Yeah. Where, yeah. Even then, by the way, even then, as soon as I see somebody, I'm like, oh, I can't go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, that's the one part. The other part, the first point you made there, I'll tell you why, because for many, many weeks now on the show, we've talked about, or I've talked about United being a really poor build-up team, right? Mm Build-up. So so Mm -hmm. the plan, kind of the structure, the spacings, the movement, Mm -hmm. the philosophy Mm -hmm. of of possessing. I looked at this game, Rob, for many, many, uh, for for large periods. United Mm -hmm. couldn't even do it against And then what happens when you're, that when you're, they're not good at that, the other team are actually pretty good on the ball, then mm. you become a counter-attacking team. And it's simple mm. to say it, but you're only a counter-attacking team, Man United, because you can't possess well enough. You can't yeah. build up. No, you it's can't it's not a choice. It's, it's not, not that not choice. choice. It's not a choice. Absolutely right. And that that is sad because if there's one club that should have enough talent and ability in the coaching uh, department and the playing department to get good quality footballers is United. And just, just, I mean, the second goal is not a lot better. I, I'm not sure yeah. we need to talk about it, but I, I look at Luke yeah. Shaw again, the philosophy yeah. of trying to play out that matter got caught on the ball, which happens. And yeah. yet Luke Shaw is, is like a left winger position. So the goal mm. comes in and I'm like, when I first saw it, it's like, Oh, where, where's, uh, where's left? Where's Luke Shaw? Where's left back? And then you see it again and, he, and he's way up the other side. Again, expecting United to keep possession of the ball, um, but it, it wasn't secure. Let me throw throw to the interview artists with the manager. And, of course, I understand that some managers are comfortable with the press and, and, yeah. and uh, uh, there's different personalities. But I, I'm going to quote you what he said when he's asked about the first goal, Rob. Um, it, it was something like this, like, yeah, we, we forgot about the man up top uh, and that's unforgivable. <laughs> now, it, it is unforgivable, and it was on their short corner. We forgot about the man at top. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who else? Who else would put it like that? Answer me that question. What other manager that you ever know? Yeah. Oh, oh, we, we forgot about the. Forgot. Would, would you hear Klopp saying that? Would you hear Pep saying that? Would you hear you know Mourinho that, saying, "Oh, yeah. we forgot about." If my, if my son's under ten coach said, "I forgot about the guy up top," I'm going to have to say, "Listen, you." After the game, pull him and say, "Come on, mate, you got to do a bit better than that." You know, you're giving a free goal away. I mean, I mean, it's inexcusable, Rob. It's inexcusable. Yeah. And listen, I, I got cut to chase on this one because I don't know if you saw. Um, there's lots of clips on social media. Mitchell um, Pochettino was in the Sky Sports studio on Monday, doing Monday night football, and looking great, looking relaxed, looking focused, saying he wants to get back in football. He was analysing the leads and. Um, that's the game, but he was obviously talking about what he's done. He's like Bielsa, that he's looking for the right football project now to get back in. I mean, we're at this stage, on we've got, we got to cut to the chase. Mitchell Pochettino's ready, rested, available, going to cost you no money in a time when you might have to go and wrangle somebody out of the contract. Feels like it's time, mate. It feels like it's time. Listen, we, we've and we've agreed on this for a long time, Rob, that, that it if we were director of football or had any kind of power at the club, that would have been yeah. done a long, long time ago. I've got to yeah. say that. And, and just on the same thing, Rob, when I look at the club now, and I, I made a, just a few notes about my general thoughts, the club is drifting, mm. Robbie. Mm. It's drifting. 
right? It's, it, it, there's no sense of progression. There's no sense of improvement or development. There's no inspiration, I feel, right now. Remember I said a couple of shows before, like it, there's always been something United over Yeah, like, left it, yeah. This kind of lifted them. Yeah, you know, mm. Bruno Fernandes, mm. Pogba mm. coming back, and Rashford coming back from injury from the from lockdown, yeah. and, and then yeah. they go on a run. And and then they, they kind of they level off and they kind of go to a uninspired level. Now, mm. I hope I'm wrong, but it feels mm. like that they, they've entered it now. You know, and this is all by the way, on the back of him saying we've got our form back. So yeah, yeah. If that if that doesn't tell everybody that that he he he's flying by the seat of his pants. And whatever you get is is the result of the, the team that he throws out there and not necessarily his excellence in the coaching side of it. Now, again, PSG and Leipzig and different performances, yeah, very good, very good. But the matchup helped, I feel, those results. Mm. And absolutely right. The club was drifting. It will continue to drift. There's issues that are not getting addressed with certain star players. It wants a, a, a different manager to make some tough decisions, Robbie Earl, mm. and to sell a couple of players. And it only needs two or three new signings, you know, in different spots in the side. Yeah. A, a manager that's strong with philosophy. And you could you could absolutely see yeah, some yeah. progression again, some inspiration again, and some mm. improvement and development that looks right now that we are just not seeing it. And I don't yeah. care what happens at the weekend because because this is going to be the same yeah. thing, Rob. It's yeah. going to go up yeah. sometimes. It's going to go down. Mm. I've just wrote the same thing. And, and listen, to Manchester United fans listening in, I've been playing against United back in the days when we were players. I've been worked against Manchester, on Manchester United now working in the media. I've been going to watch games of Manchester United. The Premier League is a better league when Manchester United are flying and, and, and challenging for the top. The Premier League is better. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm right at this, almost at the point now where I would like them to lose it the weekend because I want to see what this football club want to do. The, the, the duel just prolongs the, our conversation that in, in the end of the season we'll have the podcast. Is Ollie good enough or is he not good enough? Well, that's if the it, thing, Rob. That's my last question to you because that's been it, your line for, for a yeah, few weeks yeah, where yeah. you still can't... Come on, yeah, I, I, I'm going the other way. I'm going the other way. I look at Bruno Fernandes now, Rob. They can't get him playing in the team. I see him. He's a great footballer. I saw yeah. Brendan Rodgers with a team of Leicester players, Rob, who have got a way of playing, who have got a personality, who have improved under a coach. Who've improved under a coach. Hmm. I want to see. I want. And I said uh, last weekend, there's a football team in this United squad. It might not win the title, but there's a team in there. Yeah. There's a team yeah. so much better than what we've seen. So somebody, I want to, I want to see that team now. Yeah. And so for Ollie, unfortunately, I'd like a defeat at Everton. I'd like the pressure thing, and I, I don't want anyone to lose a job. And, and listen, he's been a legend at the football club, but it's time for Manchester United to find out where are we, who are we, can we, are we better than it, than than this kind of performances? Because this is almost becoming a bit of the norm of these kind of games. The the, the 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 point that I want to make here, by the way, before we move on, we're going to move on a yeah. couple of time yeah. to the Chelsea yeah. game mm. is that. Ed Woodward has a big responsibility as well, Rob, in, in terms of the mm. playing side of recruitment and the manager side of recruitment and making the big decisions, which hasn't helped him. Now, again, th- there's enough players in that dressing room to be better yeah. than what we're seeing. Yeah. Yeah. But they did need, they were in a spot where they didn't well last season. Yeah. They needed some you improvement, some, some new talent to come in and, and to keep the development going. That yeah, could happen as well. But, but, yeah. but that's still not enough for me, in yeah. my opinion, 
it's both of them that, that mm. are not good enough for those roles. And I wouldn't well, say, you know what, the, 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 Oli Gunnar Solskjaer is okay. You get a good director of football in there and he's the right man. He's not. Mm. He's not the right yeah. man, in my opinion. And it's gonna, this club will drift as long as he's in charge. Well, it's interesting if Ed Woodward would make that kind of decision, Rob. It seems like he, he supported and, and wants to back Oli, maybe yeah. because he doesn't put pressure on him spending money. But we'll have to wait. It's a massive game now for Manchester United. Early kickoff at, at Goodison Park against Everton. I think all eyes on that one. It just feels to me as though um, things are just turning a little bit at Manchester United. Mm. We'll see how that goes. Things are turning um, at Stamford Bridge for Chelsea Football Club, but I would say in a very positive way, Mr Musto. Um, clean sheets continuing to go. Players bought into the, the squad with that $300 million are starting to have good effect. Um, yeah. Balance starts to look right. Uh, starting to, I think, find his shape, find his personnel. Um Pretty basic win, no real drama. It's Champions no, League goals, no, ten Yeah, no drama. Uh, comfortable. No. Another mm. example. Maybe not as as good as recent ones. I thought Ren, by the way. Obviously, had man sent off. Was it around yeah, fifty yeah. minutes? Uh, a little yeah. harsher, I thought, on Delbert with a hand yeah, was, and a second yeah. yellow. Like wow! Oh. And again, you get a look at the refereeing in the Champions League. It, it is very different. The handballs caught are like wow. I mean, if it's, but, it's anywhere on your hand, it's a penalty. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So yeah. That, that was a little harsh. Yeah, but Ren, Ren were bright. So Chelsea mm. didn't have a all their own way when it was 11 v 11 but for the most yeah. part you can see the stuff that we just talked about mm-hmm. you can't yeah. see the development you see the progression yeah. another yeah. clean sheet when mendy and tiago silvers on the field on the field yeah. and tiago i know that you did a, a really nice breakdown mm. last weekend on, on defensively from tiago yeah. Silva. today was i watched him closely and mm. totally agree with the i mean he's he obviously is a, his defensive side of it is the most important side but i'll tell you what he doesn't have to bring rob he doesn't have to bring quality on the ball yeah, he doesn't have set off attacks. He doesn't have clean, mm. clean up mess and bring yeah. it down and knock it to the right ball. He comes out, he opens his body up, he pings it to the other side. He mm. slaps the ball in between the lines to players that can get turned. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's an under uh, appreciated trait mm. centre back to be to be yeah. that comfortable and that good. He's like a midfield player. He could mm. play in midfield, and that sets off attacks. He's not he's not making mistakes on the ball. He's not standing on the ball or getting caught on the ball. You know, yeah. or, or or giving you know terrible balls away. That's a big part of what he brings as well. And him and Mendy again, another clean sheet, different shape, yeah. and that's yeah. what's good. It's not going to be four two three one all the time. It was yeah, a, yeah, Virginia with Mount and Kante with, with yeah, Kante, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and Werner continues to look like a proper mm-hmm. threat. I mean, he's just a he's a threat to any team he plays mm-hmm. against because of his sharpness and his speed. He gets the, the penalty kick and, and sticks um, both of them in. Uh, Tommy Abraham gets the last goal, didn't he? Around fifty yeah. minutes. Yeah. Here. So it it it, it continues yeah. story. I mean, it's, it's easier, yeah. of course, when you get ten men and, and they get that yeah. help for, for yeah. a large part of the game. But again, you see these players starting. Getting the reps, getting the experiences, and mm. starting to starting to show. Bit, bit of a shame, and we have to mention uh, Kai Havertz has tested positive, hasn't he, on the coronavirus, which is, is a bit of a shame now because he was just building some rhythm and yeah. a bit like Pulisic, you know, he's, he's going to be out, you know, hopefully everything goes well, a couple of weeks before yeah. he gets back in the squad, and that's just a bit disappointing. But I, I agree with you, same notes. I got my Thiago Silva note, Rob, and, and you know, similar. I put, you know, done the little breakdown against Burnley where it's very, you know. Basic Premier League, mm-hmm. got to deal with it. Kind of wasn't really a problem. He was in a shirt and tie. But I thought today, as much as like his passing and his thing, the, the thing I th- I, I, I'm getting about him is 
he's got a bit of a, a persona about him, and I think is helping Kurt, Kurt Zuma. He's not a panicker. Mm. He's not, a, and he's no. making. It's almost calming Kurt Zuma down a little bit because at times I think Kurt, Kurt Zuma can be a little bit erratic, a bit like, oh, the ball's coming in. It's a bit of hot potato. Looks like that's starting to rub off, and and, and, it, and it's a really important part of grooming Kurt Zuma next to somebody who, who's got that, and he can he'll grow in that, and he'll start to you know the Reese James of the world, and maybe get Chilwell defending it on days when mm. it's going to be more difficult. So I just think it, it is a captain. You know, perfect. He got him off at 75 minutes, gets him rested up for the yeah. weekend again. He's through a few games. Just thought, you know, for all the, the big signings and the young European talent they signed in the summer, his kind of personality might be a really important thing to Chelsea uh, at the back. And as you say, clean sheets and the goalkeeper now, who looks to be somebody just safe and secure. No histrionics is there with him. He doesn't go diving across his goal when he doesn't need to. Just yeah. looks a lot more calmer back there for me. Yeah, and wasn't that always a problem, Robbie Earl, with Chelsea? Yeah. Like we like what they're doing going forward, but defensively yeah. they got they got to get better. And yeah. now that Chirwell is is regular, I mm-hmm. love Reese James. I, yeah, you know, I think that again with more time together, and then the Zoom and the Thiago might be the way that Frank goes for a long period of time with a goalkeeper behind, a little bit like Liverpool with Van Dijk and with yeah. the goalkeeper Allison. It, it mm-hmm. boosts the whole team, and that looks like it's happening with Chelsea with plenty of options in midfield and. Not so many options now with, with the players that you've mentioned got an issue. Yeah. But, yeah, Frank's got to be happy the way it's going now. Mm-hmm. And they got, well, it's Sheffield United, haven't they, on Saturday? Saturday, uh, yeah. Get through that one. They've been good trade one day when we get to the break. And um, Tammy yeah. Abraham, I just wanted to give them a little mention. So I think it's first goal since the end of September. And just important that he stays around the scene, keeps scoring goals. He's going to be, it's times that Werner's threats better from the wide. And it's time they're going to need a centre forward. And just the athleticism and that ability of Tammy to stretch it a back line, mm. I think it's mm. going to be important for those midfield players. So I'm really pleased he got his goal as well because mm. he was the main man last year and almost could be looking at things thinking, I ain't going to get a game here if, if things don't yeah. go well for me. Yeah, that's right. And it, and it is something different. And that's what's mm-hmm. good about the recruitment, Rob. Yeah. I mean, Vieck, we mentioned him last time. Um, mm. He brings something different. Vern is something different. Pulisic yeah, yeah. Something different. They, they are... There's a, and, and Kai Havertz mm. again is 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 more uh, you know he can do different things in different positions. So yeah, it, it looks really good mm. right now for Chelsea. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. For the world's greatest athletes, this is the showdown we've been waiting for. There is nothing like competing on the world's biggest stage. And when that stage is Paris, anything can happen. An Olympics unlike any other. What a performance! The Paris Olympics. This summer on NBC and streaming on Peacock. Okay. Let's move it on to the next game, uh, Robbie Earl. Um, Manchester City. Close look at this one. Yeah, Man City 3. Marcus mm. nil. Uh, first thing I think is worth mentioning. Um, we're going to go from City to Liverpool and we're going to talk yeah. about the game on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. one of the themes is going to be centre-forward and the strikers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Ferran Torres, 
mm. youngster. You know, it's something about him and his game. I thought he looked pretty comfy up there. I think he looks. Yeah. Pretty, I think he. I think he likes being a striker. I I, I see him. He's in the centre of the goal all the time, Rob. And he's mm. not a big guy, and he ain't going to no. score up. But 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 he wants to be in and around the goals and in the middle. Took his goal really well, brings yeah. the ball in, yeah, yeah, into the back of the net. Um, Jesus came on later, and mm. he got the second goal and, and moved yeah, it and totally smashed it into the roof of the net. Yeah, um, and, and will be potentially starting at a Sunday against Liverpool. But I just yeah. thought Ferran Torres, like, well done. Like, well done. Mm. Pep's like, it's a little bonus for Pep, Rob, because yeah. Maguire and Jesus out, it, it is like mm. the play. And Sterling's done okay, but there's something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, we'll see if, if, if this continues, but I, I just thought he played really well, which allows Sterling to play where I absolutely love him on the left-hand side and, and Mares to the right-hand side. So Torres, I thought, was, was, was pretty interesting. Yes, and, and I do a little piece at the weekend where they played against Sheffield United and, and he had a few chances, Rob, and it wasn't always maybe as clinical as you'd like. Not as sensible, but what I thought about him is he, he, he kind of, he almost plays a different kind of centre-forward role, maybe because he's not a centre-forward, maybe because he's not totally trained in that position, but in a way, it causes a few problems. He's particularly quick over those first yes. two or three yards. He can move the ball and yeah. you know get separation really quick, a bit prolific-like and all that, which is, which is a real threat. Especially if defenders are a little bit bigger, he can change his weight on his foot quickly and change his direction. Um, mm. And as you say, I think it just gives Pep the, the position where you might not have to rush Jesus as much as yeah. you, know, you see his finishing power and his great wide centre forward. Might be that you can just say, okay, let's, I can go with an hour with Torres and then. Yeah, you yeah. might do it on Sunday. You yeah. might do it on Sunday. Chuck him on, and then all of a sudden he's smart, he's bright, he's, you know, he's getting back to, to full fitness, he can get his goals. Yeah. Would the, would the worry be with City? I know you watched them, and I heard Pep after said he thought they were excellent first off. Said we, you know, exceptional first off. Got a bit sloppy second off, and wasn't yeah. able to get the second goal till later. A little bit about what City have been this season so far, aren't they? It kind of sums up now. Is that the lack of centre forward? Is that you know not being quite as hungry as ruthless? Is it a combination of, of yeah. all those things? Yeah, it's a combination of all those things, Rob. Because mm-hmm. you know, I, I, my main notes here are like it's almost total control. It was yeah. almost kind of old city where you put your opponent in a straitjacket. They can't mm. do anything. They couldn't get out. And yeah. defensively, different players, Rob, right? It was Nathan Ake and John Stones that played. And, you know, he managed to rest for the majority of the two centre-backs and Rodri that have been yeah. very, very good for Manchester City. But mm. it's something, the signings of, of Ruben Diaz and the signing of Nathan Ake, mm. Uh, and and the switch of Cancelo to left back, where he, yeah. he looks really, really good. I don't know. There's something different. There's, so, there's a different feel defensively now. And again, we know that that's been the issue with City over the last year or so, is yeah. that defensively it's let them down. Well, even with changes, they look better. And, and you know, they got behind with their, with their lovely football so many yeah. times. Yeah, it's yeah. just a finishing touch. It's just a finishing part of it all. Missing chances. The ruthless part that you're talking about—that's all that's lacking, Robbie. That's yeah. all that's lacking. I tell you, they—they're they, looking a lot better than, yeah, than than I. Mm, I Maybe I, the defensively was a question, and they, yeah. and, and with that being a lot more calm mm-hmm. and no drama and in control and Cancelo and Walker staying back and doing a yeah. great job, mostly they look impressively better defensively, which is going to be a problem for the Premier League and for those big boys if yeah. they start taking the chances that they are creating. And, 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 you know, the city that we know will create those chances. And you feel as yeah. soon as they start taking those goals. And then if the other side gets good, 
it starts to feel like City getting back to something like the best. A couple of things I just wanted to touch on, and it was something I heard a debate, a bit of a radio debate, and I think Pep talked about it after. And it was just the thing where he said, you know, it was, it was a good day, he got Jesus on, he managed to use all his yeah. five subs, rotate people, he's got five days of rest preparing for Liverpool, he said, that's a great thing. And he was kind of saying, he was almost hinting, and I thought, it, it, it makes a disappointment, I wanted to, to chuck it in our potty, like, have we missed a bit of a trick with the Premier League, not the five subs? Does, does it help teams? I know it slightly changes the game and, and there's a little bit of, of maybe the rhythm changes. But I just say in this season that's condensed, in this season where, you know, the big teams are going weekend, midweek, weekend, you know, this has been, it, it, it's a toll, Rob. And, we, the, you know, muscle injuries are up and all those things. Yeah. 47% or whatever, yeah. Yeah, in English football, are we a bit slow to these things? Are we a bit like, we're England, we'll play on it? Are we, are we hurting ourselves in a team? Because I just felt it's, it's quite a valid point by Pep, and I know he has his views on, on different ways with the games, but I think he, yeah. he's got something here. Yeah, I, I agree, actually. I mean, I, I, I don't like five subs in normal circumstances, but, yeah. but you yeah. know... It isn't normal, and these 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 players, particularly the internationals, that get a break but play three international games, and you're back to the Champions League and the Premier League. So, I, I, yeah, I, on looking back at it now and, and what we're seeing right now, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know yeah. whether it, 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 can they change it midway? Can the Premier? I mean, the mm-hmm. Premier League can do anything, by the way. Premier League can yeah. do anything. There's 16 votes out of 20, they can do anything. Yeah. But but I, I think I think it is a good shout, and I think managers have said it a little bit. And you know, I, I was keen to get back to three. But, yeah. but with this the schedule yeah. being so tight yeah. and realizing now the amount of football, etc., I think that would make a make a lot of sense to to, to mm. keep the five for the, just one more season with the amount of games because because we all want to see the best teams, Rob. We all yeah. want to see, you know, like there's so many muscle injuries and, it, and it's playing well. You want to see players not holding back, being able to go for things. And it was really interesting. The other thing Pep said, which just hit home, and again, I just thought something maybe we could talk, mention to you. It's like he said. You know, my, my players will have a good rest and recovery day. They'll have a day off, he said, which is their most important thing. Then he said, we've got two days to prepare for Liverpool. Mm. And I thought, you know, mm. again, sometimes that, people don't know how much that day off, you know, you, you recover mentally, physically, you you, you, yeah. you know, you're not some bruises go, then you feel ready to go again. And, and I just mm. thought, you know, it was a little insight into the professional game. And, you know, not all the time can you just keep hammering away on, on the training pitch. Especially in these conditions with, with the games coming so thick and fast, the day off sometimes is, 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 is as good as, if not better, than, than a training day. Uh, and now, talk about days off and games off, you know, that's, that's, they've been perfect nine points, pretty much qualified, really. Yeah. Mm. Now we might see some more rotations, and Pep got the opportunity to, to, to rest certain players. And, mm. you know, we'll, we'll talk about it a little later, but they, yeah. they look in pretty good shape going into mm. the game against Liverpool on Sunday. Okay, let's, let's move it on to Liverpool because um, this was supposed to be, and I read all, all the stuff I heard about Atalanta court finalists last year in the, in the um, Champions League League to PSG. Third place in Italy, 98 goals scored in Serie A last season. I mean, this was supposed to be the big test for Liverpool. Hmm. Absolutely demoralised Atalanta. Uh, Reese hmm. Williams came in in, 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 in the, the centre back position. Obviously, Nat Phillips, I don't think, uh, registered. Curtis Jones played in, in midfield next to um, Henderson and Wijnaldum. And up front, Diogo Jota started ahead of, of Bobby Firmino. And, and I don't think anyone was looking at it alarmingly that, you know, Firmino gets a rest this time. It's what Liverpool and Klopp's been hoping for, to rest somebody. But we retain the quality in maybe Minamino and 
um, Divock Origi have not been able to quite stay at that level. Get the sense with his goals before even today, Jogo Jota does. But mm, mm. wow, what what a bit of business! Uh, yeah. What yeah. a start to his Liverpool career, yeah. and what a great option he's become for you. Oh, blimey! You know what, Robert? When this deal happened, it, it, mm. it raised a few eyebrows. And- yeah. Me. And I was like, "Wow! Like that's a lot of money for a guy that I've watched pretty close actually over the. I I, I think he had seventeen champions, championship goals. My yeah. my two boys are into the fantasy. We looked at him. We you know we talked mm-hmm. about him, and they took him, and he didn't do great. Like the last yeah. couple, yeah, his numbers haven't been as much as what he thought it would have been. But mm-hmm. talk about. I mean, it, again, it's early yet, but wouldn't if if he's that guy like a Sadio Mane, Rob from 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 oh, Southampton wow. that that yeah. they picked wow. out when people said, yeah, he's a pretty good player." And he mm. turned, and he, and he could jump a whole new level. If Diego, if Diego Jota is the same thing, where yeah, he's a pretty good player, looks really good, young, and he mm. can jump up to a level where he's scoring in so many like that's that that is special. That, yeah. that's special. That's special. That's special Rob, to to see that and to spot it and yeah. to and to quickly develop it and to I mean that that I mean it's mm. amazing. I mean his numbers right now: Premier League five appearances, three goals; yeah. Champions League three three appearances, four goals; all competitions okay. ten appearances, seven goals. Now yeah. that, that you're starting to get straight into the again, like it's only ten games, Rob. Yeah, but that's yeah. into your like your Mane's and your Salah yeah. type of production. And you know, as a as a player that can play left, right, he can mm. play midfield and play as a ten, nine yeah. or a, as a mm. false nine. Yeah, there there will be a conversation, there will be a thought process in Jurgen Klopp. And we can have a chat now about it. Now we, Rob, we, where, we're going there, mate. Don't worry about that. Yeah, <laughs> well, we, well, we've got to have that conversation. So, so. All right, so Sunday, City away. Do, do Are you tempted to start Jota or a game like this? Are you thinking, you know what, well done, mate, and, and yeah, fantastic yeah. stuff, Yeah. but I've got to go when I'm tried and tested, even though Firmino hasn't yeah. started off particularly well. Where are yeah. we with that decision? Well, it, it, it's, it's great, and, and we, we should go there, and then we can talk about a little bit more about the other, a couple of other players after. Um, I'm not um, – Diogo Jota's brilliant – Brilliant hat trick, um, great addition. I wrote down here Michael Edwards is it the the, the guy the recruitment. Thank you, football, yeah. Yeah. Hand, yeah. Hands up, by the way. Not only the player but also the personality, the, the humility, the thing he says after the game. You know, I'm playing in the best team of my career. Very giving to his teammates and all that. All that you know, homework's been done. Assessing his football, seeing a step up that I didn't see, didn't realise he, he could be that kind of player. Again, I think the culture at the football club helps and the, the rest of the, the people in, mm. in around the dressing room. So I'll get all that out of the way. I still believe Bobby Firmino has a huge role with Liverpool and what they're going to do. And for me, Bobby Firmino might start the game at the weekend. And Diogo Jota can come off the bench, still be in a good shape and get me goals if I need to. You might be right, but I disagree. Mm. I think when, when when you're in such a rich vein of form and you're as confident, as lively, as sharp yeah. as yeah. maybe he's ever been, yeah. I think you start him. I think you okay. start him, Rob. And if, yeah. if, if, like, later in the game, it's difficult with Liverpool, whatever reason, you can then go to your veteran and say, come on, Bobby, for me, you know, like, we know what you can do. Now is your time. I, mm. I just think when a player is hot, Rob, yeah. Why not keep him going? No, Why not keep him going. A hundred percent. And and listen, it, it's not something I, I think lightly. Either decision I think can work. 
For me, and I'll tell you why I do, I think Firmino's movement within the first hour of the game will allow Jota to come on the pitch. I don't think if Jota starts or Jota's sub, anything's different in his head. I think if Firmino doesn't start, I think his head is, is, is slightly t- turned. And I'm thinking about the players. I think for an hour of, of Firmino dragging people around and doing things and then Jota coming on when the game opens up, to me... I still get Jota sharp as a needle, comes on, scores goals as he did last week and has shown all during this week. He's finishing and I still get good, the best bit of Bobby, you know, pulling Diaz around and, and working with Laporte in different ways. Now, what I would say about Jota, and, and, and it, it goes more to your argument, he brings another, he brings a different element to Liverpool that's interesting. He gets into areas of the pitch. He right. runs in behind defenders, the places where Bobby never goes. Now, what, exactly. I, what I don't... What I don't know with that, Rob, just before we say it, is it's brilliant at the moment. What I know with Bobby is that we've won titles. I know. I know. That's what I know. I, I, I just, I, I'll ask, I'll say it a different way. Yeah. And you, you started to go down that road. Laporte and Ruben Diaz, who mm. would they rather play against? I bet it, I bet it would be Bobby Firmino that, that plays deep. I you know, I, I ain't going to go in there. I don't need to go in there. I don't want this 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 low centre of gravity, quick, sharp, getting in behind, tricky feet can take us on. That's mm-hmm. a harder challenge for those centre backs. I think I I I would bet that they. I'm I, I'm really certain that they would rather hey, see would Firmino's name Firmino? on that list. Okay. I think no, they'd no, rather. I, I think I, they'd I, rather I, would. I, I could question that. Listen, I, I'm not not totally on on either way. Listen, any decision is the right decision. In clock. He's paid a lot of money and he's a lot yeah. smaller. It's a lovely make. choice. Lovely choice. It's a great make. choice. Yeah. I, for me, if I'm in charge of that situation, I think I'll go Bobby. Yeah. I, I'm not forgetting. I, I'm not, I'm not going to forget how he's done, what he's done and, and, and all those things. I know he hasn't looked... Uh, current so form, Rob. Current form. One kid's on fire. Current form, you've got to go Jota. Yeah, you've got to go Jota. But I don't think Bobby lets me down in a way that it's what... No. So I still can get the best of Jota coming off if it's half an hour, if it's half a game of whatever. But I get mm. your point. And listen, I've been one of them. When you're fit and you're right, mm. great people. It, listen. I mean, for I me, mean, we, we, know, we know what he does to those, what, yeah. how he enables yeah. and pulls people. Yeah, so those right. wingers, yeah. Now, right. if, if you've got, and, and to the detriment of that, he hasn't put up big numbers, Bobby Firmino. Now, no. if there's a way that you can get another goal scorer in that Correct. three, and, and wow. like, I mean, they all scored. They all scored. Yeah, if all if it all. means yeah. that Salah and Mane are still going to get opportunities to score and you've got mm. another a goal scorer, that's pretty exciting. And that's what I'd like to see kind of play out. But yeah. but but experience, and of course, Firmino is important for those two wide players and everything else, the pressing and all that. Um, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be surprised. Call for Klopp, isn't it? It's going to be an interesting call. Not not often has he had to make these kind of decisions. Yeah, I I, I think he'll go. I think he'll go with Firmino, but mm. I I would love to see it, and I would play the guy that's in form, that's going to be sharp, and uh, you know, mm. and that and that's that's what we'll see, and that's the game, Rob, and that's the game. Now we can yeah. we can kind of move on to and kind of yeah. predict yeah. and and. Why don't you throw, throw in some odds, 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 my friend? Throw in some odds. Well, our partners at PointsBet Sportsbook have thrown the odds for us. To, that yeah. Manchester City are favourite at minus uh, 105. The draw's plus 300. So it's a three to one, the draw. And Liverpool to win at plus 235. So not sure if it's home form. Not sure if it's Jesus back. Not sure if City keeping through clean sheets. It just feels like um, you know, our partners at PointsBet believe that 
Manchester City get this one done. Are you as convinced by that? Um, actually, I am. I, I fancy yeah. City. I fancy City, Rob. Um, after watching them now, watching both teams very closely over the last few weeks, I just think it's the, t- the, the football starting to come. The final bit, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's got to improve. But defensively, yeah. better. The midfield players are in good fettle. They're in good form, whether it's Bernardo, whether it's... I mean, De Bruyne is, is buzzing yeah. at the moment. Rodri is playing really well. Mm. Um, you know, obviously, Aguero is a miss. Um, yeah. But Liverpool have got important players missing as well. I just... It, it's at home. I think the feel-good is starting to come back with Man City. I, I'd, have yeah. them as, I'd have them as favourites as well. And, and that's who I, I would think, w- if there's a winner, I think it would be Manchester City, given... You know, Liverpool have done great. They've ground yeah. out wins, yeah. have been yeah. playing brilliant, um, and they found ways to win. But City just are finding a little bit of rhythm right now, and I, I think they're going to be favourites for me. What, what do you think? Um, do you know what? I, I kind of go with you on that. I, I just look at the centre-back partnership and, and, and mm. young Williams to Champions League. Does Nat Phillips come back in? Joe Gomez has got a bit of growing up to do in, in that back too. I just wonder, you know, mm. and, and Joe... Is just the lights coming back. If, if just that defensive, that, that kind of little fulcrum there is going to be strong enough for Liverpool against probably one of their best tests, the best attackers. And it's interesting to talk yeah. about goals because we've had some odds as well yeah. from points back in terms of those. So, favourite to score um, anytime goal is Raheem Sterling, plus 135. Most so, surprisingly to me, is minus 135. No, that, make, uh, that makes him favourite, Rob, doesn't it? That makes him favourite. I thought that the, the oh, minus was the, the odd number. Right. So I think the way we you're, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Most so he's, he's favorite. minus five. Yeah, he's favourite. And then you've got yeah. Ryan Sterling at plus, plus one. Three, five. Gabriel Jesus plus one, three, five. Sadio Mano plus uh, one, six, five. Kevin De Bruyne at one, seven, five. And Diogo Jota plus two, 110. Where's Bobby assume... Firmino? Where's Bobby Firmino on those odds, Robbie Earl? Bobby doesn't score goals, he makes goals. <laughs> yeah. Bobby's a maker. Yeah. Be interesting yeah. if, jo- if you knew Joshua was starting, whether those odds would come down a little bit. Maybe, you know, him not starting, it goes slightly against him. Yeah. Patrick, I, I mean, um, I, I, I just, whichever way you want to go here, Saturday morning at plus 165 with points bet sportsbook yeah. is a good-looking bet. But, I mean... I don't know. Mm. I think it's fascinating. I think it's fascinating to get to get you know the odds on these games and the goal scorers mm. and see how it pans out. I mean, we do expect Robbie or these two to be at the top of the division, don't we? Yeah, we do. yeah. April, May, not quite in, in the, with the distance they both had. Not quite at the same level. I don't think. I think the year, the way mm. the, the season started, the compression of the league and Champions League, all that, yeah. it's going to have its effect. But I still think it's about these two, and it's a little marker, isn't it, Sunday? So a chance to for City to close that gap and and and, and you know put something on for for Liverpool maybe to put I think it could it be eight points gap if Liverpool win. Yeah, I, I I got my notes here for the game going into the game and 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 that's what one of the things I've got here is that it's a it's a statement it's a statement yeah. game. Yeah. And yeah. My next line is all right, City. How much do you want it? How much mm. do you want it? How much are you mm. ready? Are you ready? Are you ready to go toe to toe with Liverpool? Do you want to get back and win the Premier League title? You're playing better. You know, well, both, both are similar, Rob. Both are similar, aren't they? For Liverpool, how much do you want to win it back again? You know, yeah. you've won games without playing brilliant. You know, midweek was excellent, but okay, come on, show us. You know, you know how, how how much do you want to win it? I, I just think that the, that the difference there with that is that City are looking good and looking confident. 
So mm. go on, then go and win the game. Where Liverpool, yeah, yeah. they obviously do want it, but they're a, they're a little bit shaken right now. They're not quite at their best defensively. Yeah, they're trying to figure it out, and and, and Matt yeah. Phillips and and Reece Williams done a really good job defensively. But but who goes into that game? You know, who, mm. who's in midfield? It, it's with Fabinho being out and stuff. So it, it's mm. that's what I'm thinking. They're they're favourites with bookmakers. They're in yeah. good form yeah. defensively. Rested by the way, Laporte and Diaz well rested for this game. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see who starts up front, Jesus or, or, or Ferran yeah. Torres. And it should be a, a good game, but it, but it is an indicator. It's a little it's a little litmus test of where we're at right now, early season, um, and who might get a, a, a psychological edge early in this season. Absolutely. Big game just before we get to the international break that leaves a little bit of a taste in the mouth for, for the team that, that loses and certainly a bit of confidence to the team that wins. That's it, my friend. We're going to wrap up on what's been a good Champions League campaign for the English team so far, although Manchester United spoiled a 100% record. All this team now, the only team to lose in the competition so far this season. On the back of poor results against the likes of Arsenal, poor performance against Arsenal, a lot of pressure now on that big game at Everton on the early kickoff on Saturday. And we'll review that. And also the big game, Sunday we talked about it, Manchester City hosting Liverpool. The big boys go toe-to-toe. So look out for our next podcast. That's Sunday, November the 8th, um, before we head into what's going to be international break as the Premier League just starts to take some shape. But for now, I'm Earl. He's Musto, together with the two Robbies. Thanks for watching and listening. Keep safe and keep healthy. It's a good night from me. And it's a good night from him. Good night. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.